Ya son las dos, ya ven, empieza el jangueo. Para bailarle y entrarle nosotros al festejo. There's nothing you can tell me, quiero beberrón. The night never ends y seguimos hasta que salga el sol. Bienvenidos a Radio Manea, y'all. I'm Vero Valle Flores. And I'm Miriam Suela Perez, and we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes. Each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love, and this week our theme is Vaccinated Ho! <laughs> we're back! <laughs> we're back, we're feeling better, we were so very touched mm -hmm. by all of your messages holding um holding us and our process and we are feeling better we are fully vaccinated mm -hmm. and we are feeling in a mood mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah we took a few weeks off um because a good friend of mine and someone that 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 also knew lucia landro jimeno passed away um just basically from like chronic illness and like racism and ableism and fat phobia And so um, it really knocked me off my feet in a big way. And um, we're going to take some time to like honor him in a couple of um, in a couple of weeks and some an episode coming down the lane. But yeah, it was a good break and we are back and ready to talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> How many different episodes this have we done? <laughs> song, yeah. This first song is your pick, better. So don't you tell mm -hmm. us about it. Yeah, so this song is called What a Bam Bam and it's by Amara La Negra. Let's take another listen. <laughs> to my boo for this one i was asking her for recommendations for this episode and she sent me a whole playlist <laughs> funny <laughs> it's great um she sent me a whole ass playlist of things that um not like for this episode but that kind of felt like they were in this vein and this one and one of my other picks for this episode came from from that so thank you elena shout out um this is from 2018 i think it just gives me like vaccinated and ready to party vibes and i appreciate <laughs> her fluid movement from english to spanish and back to english again like i love a, a sort of spanglish bilingual ease in somebody's flow mm, i do love that in a song for sure this video is also very cute yeah so i don't i don't know if we've brought her to the show before i don't know veto do you know if we've brought her we definitely have. have we okay. definitely have yeah i have not followed her super closely um she got famous through love and hip-hop which cardi also got famous was cardi on that same show or was a different show that cardi was on 
I don't know if it was different versions, but Amara La Negra, I mean, I don't she like she had like some degree of fame in DR before that. Uh, I mean, I guess anybody who's on that show does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The part of it is that they're already bringing people who who have a following. Yeah. Right. Um, Right. Yeah. I knew her. I knew about her before that. And maybe we brought her before that, but I wasn't sure. But I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, she's been doing the singing thing since she was a teenager. So I, I learned that, like, the story of her name, like, Amara Lenega is not her given name, um, that she was actually in a girl group as a teenager that was called Amara. And then after it broke up, she mm. decided to kind of take it as, like, a stage name and added La Negra because everyone was always asking, like, who's the black girl in the group? And so she became Amara yeah. La Negra. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she's Dominican. She was raised in Miami by a single mom. Um and according to Wikipedia, she's dating a bachata singer. <laughs> so I feel like that just warms my heart because I love bachata. <laughs> Not anybody that I recognize. So Yeah, I like her. This is cute. Yeah. Does this song give you the the vaccinated vibes that you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that this song definitely, it gives me some party vibes. It gives mm-hmm. me some like out in the streets vibes. Um, and you know, we obviously must say like, we are coming from a context. We're both in the United States. Like Mm -hmm. we're both in like, you know, like fairly large cities. I'm in Mm -hmm. New York, but this is in Austin, Texas. And we know that it's not the same all across the country, much less the world. Right. Like, which is such an intense thing to think about. Like, you know, I still have family like in Venezuela who, are not going to be vaccinated anytime soon because the only people who have been vaccinated are like government bureaucrats, corrupt government bureaucrats, but that's it. And so that's pretty intense, but we are feeling, at least I feel, I'm trying to feel the joy of the defrosting that is possible for me and feeling like so lucky for that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely like dampens the joy a little bit with thinking about the global geopolitical context. Although there have been some good progress in terms of like the patents and stuff, so like I think the pressure is working somewhat to get the U.S. to be fucking like part of this global health system. Um, God, I hope so. I mean, it's like even if you don't give a fuck about justice, if you let it just run rampant, a variant is going to emerge that the vaccines aren't good for, and we're going to like be in this again. So, (laughs) like, get it together, even if you must be selfish about it. But it turns out like human suffering doesn't seem to motivate people to change their behavior, (laughs) as we've seen with this pandemic. Yeah. But I have had a lot of joy out of um, a couple of really good hugs that were like a long time coming. (laughs) Oh, yay. And I'm still like (laughs) looking forward to like going to DC and doing a hug tour, which is coming sometime this summer, going back to visit my friends. So I've had a few of those myself. Yeah, it's nice. And we both like flew on planes for the first time recently. And just, you know, the world is the world is opening up a little bit. So. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, totally wild trying to bring that that joy to this episode um but another thing that came up when we were planning this episode i brought up sort of the question of like language and like the word ho and like what are the questions about um the two of us and our relationship to that word and so for me what i was thinking about when i asked the question when veto and i were prepping was around like um african-american vernacular english black english aave is ho like a word that comes from that um that language and is it then like appropriate and is it a question for us as like non-black people to be using the word ho 
Right. And I hadn't even considered this because I did not tie ho to A-A-V-E at all. So I was like, whoa, 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 what's that? Because when Betis came to me uh, about, it's like, I was thinking about the word ho. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like none of us are currently sex workers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we're like, mm-hmm. have like a strong history of like being sex workers or anything mm-hmm. like that. So I was like thinking about that. So it's definitely a complicated, a complicated one. And we don't like you know, we had a whole conversation about it. it. Was like, is there a different word that we should use? Is this cool? Um, and we just decided we didn't know, and we yeah. were gonna just talk about it. <laughs> yeah, would be would be just be transparent about our thinking and like that there aren't clear answers. I mean, with AAVE, like some words I think have been very much like claimed as like these are Black English words, these are AAVE words. Like it's appropriative, you know, things like yes, queen and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that everything that's come from that language is 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 like traced or claimed or, you know, so I did a little bit of Googling and like I found a couple of things that mentioned it. But, you know, who's the author- I'm sure there are authorities actually on AVE as a language and like the words that um, come from it. But that's the way appropriation works. It also erases like the history and the mm-hmm. legacy of things and uh, subsumes mm-hmm. into mainstream culture. So we can't say definitively either way um, if it is or it isn't. But I think it's important to at least acknowledge that like words have you know they have meaning and they have um there are questions about them related to who's speaking and and who's using them and then yeah that was a good point around like ho and whore and like that is like a a reclaim as like an identity that's been um embraced or reclaimed and what does that mean and yeah the two of us is not you know not in that coming from that positionality um as sex workers in this moment so that's also legit yeah shout out black people across you know the united states and latin america for being top-notch cultural producers though yeah and you language creators. <laughs> yep it's real it's yeah real. yeah it's at the root of so much of the culture that we Legit. consume yep mm-hmm. so yeah that's where we are that's what we're thinking about as we're having this conversation yeah for sure Okay, so my first pick for this episode is a song that is so dirty that I was taken aback, which, (laughs) you know, is really, I feel like, saying something. Yeah. And I was so pleased about this. Um, This song is by um, a rapper that I brought to this podcast before, um, Venezuelan rapper Big Soto featuring Noriel. It's called Keke. Si bebe fuma, si fuma mama y si mama chicha Hoy se reveló y lo que quiere es que le dé chicha Anda con la amiguita que es media bicha Pero hoy se vale todo y no estoy hablando Del sándwich de chalchichi quiere que, que Que en la boca yo se la eche No está cupido pero quiere que te bicho la flecha Y quiere que, que el pasto sexual con la anda sola Porque dice que tal soltera es mejor Y quiere que, que Peligrosa como pistola Pero si me ves de frente quiere que yo me la coja Y quiere que, que Que la nota no la limite, quiero un duro que la rompa, que no rompa, que se quite. Llegó el tenje, prendan las alarmas, yo no le pagué, pero la baby a mi bicho le vendió el alma. La diabla se me puso media cuaima, desde que se lo metí en los roques, en tu caca y en canaima. Yo no le voy a hablar de amor, me hago favor de amor, dice que por mí ahora ya es peor, pero se lo meto y soy el mejor. Yo le hago el favor, soy el error, que es un rumor, le llegué enferma con el sexo y yo solo soy su doctor. Arriba las piernas, que esto es un atraco, me pelea si se lo echo fuera, quiere que le llene el saco. Ella en vive ya que yo soy su bellaco. Quita cuando se lo meto, pero me yo. 
Okay, so tell us about this song. <laughs> this song is off of Big Soto's new album, The Good Trip. It just came out recently, a few weeks ago. And like I said, Soto's a Venezuelan rapper. He, although he's based in Mexico City these days, he's left as many Venezuelans have. And I really, really like the song. It's so good. And it's actually so, so dirty. And like, you know, Perez, I have a pretty strong mm -hmm. tolerance for La Suciería. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> but this is like a whole different level like literal que de boca abierta and I just like I love that because it doesn't happen to me you know personally I feel impressed <laughs> you know like I feel like sometimes you're like oh my god this is making me blush and I'm just like whatever mm -hmm. yeah so I'm usually the one like... pearl clutching <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in that episode of Bob's Burgers where they make a haunted house that scares Louise and she's impressed because she never gets scared. But um, <laughs> I have <laughs> wanted to post this song on Instagram at whatever because sometimes I post music. But, like, it literally does not contain 15 seconds that are not too dirty to post to, like, the general public, which includes my family. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, quiere que la boca yo se le eche and shit, which, like, you know... Shout out to that. I love it. But like, it's a lot for, it's a lot for the family. So I have not been able to share it outside. So this is, this is my first sharing of, of this song generally. <laughs> On your podcast with lots more followers than you. Well, Which not, I forget that some people, that anybody is allowed to listen to. Mm -hmm. The other day, a coworker was like, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I was like, you what? <laughs> shout out to you girl just talking if you're to listening each other, you know who you are recording it <laughs> yeah I understand. I'm just like I forget that literally anybody is allowed to listen to this including yeah. people with whom I have very serious work meetings yeah yeah I, I understand that for sure so this song was a little bit like <laughs> above my head in terms of like obviously I knew it was about sex I mean you just like watch the video and and you can feel the vibe but <laughs> I lost a lot of it to like Venezuelan slang and like the sort of speed of their um, rapping. So you had to kind of yeah. pull me in a little bit on it. <laughs> yeah. Venezuelan Spanish, like a lot of Caribbean Spanish is very fast and, you know, le cortan la S and all that. But mm -hmm. also I do have to say Noriel is Puerto Rican and shout out to him for his command of Venezuelan slang in this song and the understanding of sexy Venezuelan geographies in which to fuck. There's one lyric where he says, La diabla se me puso medio cuaima desde que se lo metí en los roques en tu caca y en canaima. And I was like, I would like to be fucked in all those places. <laughs> I'm just going to manifest it. I'm just going to manifest it. Los Roques is a fucking these gorgeous, gorgeous islands, beaches right off of the coast of Venezuela. Tucacas is in Falcón. That's where my mom is from. And Canaima is like the south of Venezuela with all these beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, forests and waterfalls and all that shit. So shout out Noriel for knowing all that shit or, you know, more likely being told to say it. But. You know, maybe he looks working it up. with a Venezuelan like song <laughs> writer. Yeah, yeah. There's some diaspora yeah, shout feels. Out to, shout out to that. Some diaspora feels there, like all the places that you wish you could hook up in your home country. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like, who doesn't want to, like, have sex next to the tallest waterfall in the world? You know, I would. Mm-hmm. That's what's in Kanaima. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just, like, next to all the other tourists. You're just, like, chilling. No, 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 no. In this, in this fantasy, nobody else is there. That's good. That's good. <laughs> No, no. Yeah, and there's no. no bugs or mosquitoes and all the shit that's probably there. Yes. And no, you know, no shame <laughs> to consensual exhibitionism, but, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'm glad but. somebody could impress you with their little depth of dirtiness. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I'm impressed. I love it. I love it. Maybe maybe one day the whole world will be vaccinated and we'll be able to travel to these places for something as little as just having sex. But, you know, not that having sex is little. It's an important, integral part of our lives. But yeah. probably um, not a priority to travel to exotic sex locales right now when no. other people no. are not safe. Yeah. Yeah. True. Way to bring it down to earth. <laughs> Sorry, I just can't. It's fine. You can't say that. You just can't. You're too much. Such a bummer. Sometimes, not always. Um, All right. Well, let's go to the next song, which is my. What else did you bring? What else did you bring? This is like a feels like a throwback, even though it's from 2014, because that's just how old we're getting. Um, It's definitely a throwback. I know, but like it's not that old, you know. Yeah, it's not. But yeah, this one I've been listening to like since before this podcast um so this is called travesuras and it's by nikki jam let's take a listen Hello? hola bebé ya que contigo no sirve la labia y te crees muy sabia pero vas a caer te lo digo mujer yo sé que acabo de conocerte y es muy rápido para tenerte Yo lo que quiero es complacerte, tú tranquila déjate llevar. Dime si conmigo quieras hacer travesura, que se ha vuelto una locura y tú estás bien dura, no me puedo contener. Dime si conmigo quieras hacer travesura, que se ha vuelto una locura y tú estás bien dura, no me puedo contener, no me puedo de tu cuerpo y cuando te pones a hablar mi mente está imaginándome el momento el lugar perdóname si te molesto o si te sueno muy directo yo soy así yo siempre digo lo que siento pero presiento y eso va a suceder que esta noche tú y yo vamos a llenarnos so, de placer so this is like it's like classic Nicky Jam just like really good shit um I feel like this was around the same time that Hasta el Amanecer came out and I was like both of those songs mm. were like songs I listened to a lot um, and it reminded me of this era because this video, which I had never watched before, which has one billion YouTube views, one wow. billion, a billion. What a, a fucking come up! What a I fucking mean, come up for Nikki Jam. I still Jam. haven't watched the Netflix. Oh my show. god, you really should. I Everybody know. should. It has made me love Nikki Jam in a way that I did not. I mean, I, it, when we're talking about like classic Nikki Jam, like early, early Nikki Jam, like I love that shit. Like, yo no soy tu marido. Yeah. Solamente. Yeah. Like yeah. that. I love, I love that. And I love, you know, like, and Nikki Jam now, like, 
respect but like that has really that series about him like i mean it's probably it did what it was meant to do i was just like okay dude like respect shout out to you yeah i think you'd like it i mean it's a little depressing i started and i was like i'm not in the mood you know yeah, yeah. I haven't gotten <laughs> to it. Um, but it reminded me of Asa said because that video is all about like a laundromat seduction situation. Oh, I remember that. Fantasy. I remember uh-huh. that video. And this yeah. one is a real estate fantasy. <laughs> like very like pedestrian, <laughs> although this is less pedestrian because it's like a really fucking fancy house, whereas the other one was like a laundromat, <gasps> sort of like opposite ends of the class spectrum. But um, but yeah, clearly his producers like a concept. So... This That's one, he's very funny. He's hitting on his when, real estate agent. <laughs> yeah, when I saw Travesuras before, like I read Nikki Jam or anything, I immediately went to like Esta Noche de Travesuras by Hector Alfader, and of which like there's somehow a new remix now. It's and it's called the Travesuras remix. Like I don't know how they can call it that because Hector Alfader has nothing to do with it. He was like born again and is now like a retired you know, born again Christian, like, no tiene nada que ver con la música ni la calle ni nada de eso, but it's, like, one of these, like, super remixes with, like, Neo Garcia y Caper Maico y Mike Towers, we sing Yandel and, like, you know, whatever, but it's actually pretty dope, and um, it's, like, sort of, like, on the, like, merengueton tip with, like, some bachata guitar, like, that, like, we've, like, been sort of talking and hinting at, like, um, with other songs, but there's also a line about a girl que escucha reggaeton con ropa gotica, and I just love the trappy goth visibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so check mm-hmm. that one out, too, okay. in terms of travesuras. Yes, yes. But yeah, to me, this is just sort of a classic casual sex song, so I felt like it made sense mm-hmm. to bring back mm-hmm. for this episode. And I've said this before, but I love songs that have a phone ringing in them. It just feels very... Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think, I mean, we've talked about that, about uh-huh. you's about like doing a episode of like about that production element. I mean, it's funny cause I think it's like, it's becoming antiquated, you know? Cause I feel like phone calls are kind of phasing out <laughs> people text, like <laughs> cold calling someone is like a faux pas, you know, like in, not for everybody for it's not sure. in generation, but there's definitely a generation of people who are like, do not cold call me. Um, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm old for that, but I am still part of that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, do not. I mean, it, unless like, you know, like you can cold call me, right. but like, that's not most, a cold like, call. We need to like, <laughs> that's not. Yeah. Like we yeah. need to like develop like yeah. a relationship. But, There's like, yeah, you know, under Someone 10 people who can hitting cold call on me. you is, you know, the, the like 20, Oh no. The 2021 <laughs> equivalent of this, the beginning of this song would be like a WYD text, you know, like that's a, yeah, yeah. Um, like text so. me, DM me on Instagram. Yeah. Like, yeah. how dare you? Yeah, yeah. The um, audacity of taking yeah. out my time like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, but there's a bunch of songs that start with a phone ringing. So someday I want to do that. Yeah, like Obsession by Aventura. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's another one. There's a that few. is an audacious phone call. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like yeah. you called me a las cinco de la mañana. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Just well, to so like is, yeah. So is this yeah, one, no. you know, asking if you want to hacer travesuras. Like, damn. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate direct communication, but, you know. Yeah. So, oh, my God. Um, so but, yeah, good. this is a good this is a good classic. And, um, yeah, casual sex. I mean, for people who have been abstaining from this and can now potentially go and, you know, get their rocks off because they've got vaccinated, it's, it's probably a really beautiful moment, you know. Yes. 
beautiful. Shout out to everybody who's going to do that safely now. We love you for it. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to take a little break to bring you an ad from the sponsor of today's episode. So Planned Parenthood asked me to show someone how I see them, like how I really see them. So this ad is dedicated to you, Vero. Um, I oh. see you. <laughs> I see you fighting every day for people who are marginalized. I see you going all out for immigrant rights, for queer rights, for trans rights, for BIPOC rights. I see how hard you work, your empathy, your kindness, and I see you willing to see you as somebody who's willing to go go to bat for folks. So I feel very lucky to get to see you, the real you. Aw, Pettis. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the cool thing is that Planned Parenthood also sees you, truly sees you, not just as patients, but also as people. And that's so, so important in a care provider. Uh, They see you as people deserving of understanding and compassionate, quality health care and education. And Planned Parenthood understands the importance of having access to that care so you can define exactly where you're going to go with your work and your life. So you can visit BeSeen.org, and we'll put a link in the show notes, to learn more about how Planned Parenthood is here to see you become who you will be. That's BeSeen.org. All right, back to our extremely sexual content. So what's your next pick? My next pick is a song called Preseo. And this song features Librayang de la Ghetto Keo and once again Noriel making a comeback. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Cancha completa te preseo. Me clamo en el coco guayeteo. Ella quiere reggaeton y bellaqueo. Estoy a septiembre cumpliendo deseo. Como ella cancha te preseo. No tiene uña en los dedos de medio para que el lindo se deo. Dale esto abajo que esto es un preseo. Tan, tan, tanto culo que no sea. I just roll the dice. Chingame con las cadenas de Christopher Kites. Traje la ola cal. Yo te pide que no importa el price. Y según ella tiene 23. Pues entonces I'm a fly. Esta Navidad no hay regalo para ti porque no es nice. Te voy a romper el bajo sin el kite. La nena está de rumba. Quieres salir hoy. Ya te envío en la UBI. Caerla donde estoy. Siempre huele a dinero. Donde quieras que voy. Nos movemos en caravana como los convoys. Vamos en la nave y las dejamos en el ballet. Los bates se comaron de una cuando llegué. Tú las dejaste sola y con ella yo me quedé. No quiero coro con nadie. El VIP lo separé. Se juntaron la visión y los blasco. Y aquí los kilas te brillan como las estrellas en el Royce. Tú eres una freca. Tú te pasas bellaqueándome por boys. Se pillo en la esquina y no te voy a dar choice. Si se mojan cuando ven que llegamos en los vehículos. El novio de ella celoso se ve ridículo. El piquete es natural. No trates de buscarle cálculo. Ponte la gafa que va a empezar el capítulo. La llama no I can definitely hear why you picked this one. The beat is really good. Ah, so good, right? It's produced by Sky Rompiendo, who I think is just a solid-ass producer. And, you know, as you know, I'm not a huge J Balvin fan, but one thing I will credit him with is knowing who to work with and get next to early on. And I feel like the J Balvin songs that I like are just like Sky Rompiendo beats mm-hmm. that I like. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he's such a solid producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So anyway, shout out to Sky. I really, really love this beat. And um, yeah, and this song also, I guess Noriel is doing it for me these days because 
he appears in two of the songs that I brought today as a feature. But I feel like the vaccinated home mood here is tanto culo que no sé. I just roll the dice. It's just like <laughs> abundance, baby. Opulence. <laughs> So many vaccinated people, so little time. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time to make up for. Okay, so here's a question. Can uh, men be hoes? Is ho like a, a singularly female? Yeah, you know, I was listening to, with my old ass, uh, the song Crush on You um, yesterday. And, you know, there's like, he's a hoe, you know, like, th- th- that's, you know, like, that's in that song. So I was like, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the challenge is that like men never had to deal with like the derogatory side of that word, you know? And so when it's been reappropriated as a positive thing, it's like, it doesn't hit the same for men as it does for women because women, you know, it was always seen as a negative thing. Do you know what I mean? Like they were all, Oh men, yeah. Men have always been kind of congratulated for being sexual. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. It just doesn't hit the same way, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, it's very particular because in the song that I'm talking about, Crush on You by Lil' Kim, um, in Hardcore, which is, you know, like, uh, such a foundational, amazing album. Um, like, it's not surprising that it comes, like, in a Lil' Kim song, right? That's, like, it is it is used, like, you know, like, in a sort of, like, a derogatory, quote-unquote, like, you know, like, it's talking about, like, your girlfriend's mentioned he's a slut, he's a hoe, he's a freak, got a different girl every day of the week. But, like, it's unusual, right, for that to even be a topic of conversation, like, men's sexual history at all, you know? Yeah. Um. So, and and you're right, it's generally not really used, like, to refer to men at all, Um. at least not straight men, right? Right, um, right. But, uh, and I think that its use in that song is, like, very particularly, like, in a Lil' Kim song, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. either way, like we For brought, sure. we brought a number of, I brought a number of songs. You brought a number of songs that are voiced by men, because that's also just yeah, like yeah, what the industry is is. Um, and right. this is a very man-heavy episode. I know. For us. I know, that's why Although I wanted to start you with... brought Amara La Negra. Yeah. Shout I out want... to you for that one. Yeah, I wanted to start with that, because I feel like, in many ways, like, the connection between, like, black women and ho, like, there's, like, in terms of, a pr- of like, reappropriating it, of, like, it being empowering, like, I think of Cardi B, I think of her, I th- you know, there's a lot of people, I think, that have embodied yeah. that, like, that my sexuality is my power, and it's mine to use, and it's mine to profit off of, you know, so... Mm-hmm. But of course, there's going to be dudes in this episode also singing about sex because <laughs> here's our industry, yeah. you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, this song I just brought really because I love, I love that beat. I love the beat. I think that like you know, like the rappers on it do a good job. The reggaetoneros on it do a good job. Um, but it's just you know, rompiendo, man. And I was just talking with um, about this with Jenny Mota earlier today actually who we've had on the show before check out our episode on Dominican Dembo if you haven't it's so good she's um uh, so good at tracing the history and um influence of Dominican Dembo um but I was just talking to her about how I really wish that you could search streaming pl- platforms by producer I think mm. it's fucking wild that you can't like click on a producer's name in the credits first of all you have to go to the credits to even see the producer which whatever 
we can do that. But it won't allow me to click on Sky Rompiendo and see like his entire catalog. Mm-hmm. I have to like guess who he might have produced or like go to a different website and like, you know, like find his catalog in a different way, which is so annoying to me. Um, because I feel like what people really like about a song often is the beat, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what the producer did, and they just need more love. They just need more love. If y'all are regular, if y'all are regular listeners, you know how I feel about beats and producers. But damn, I just got angry about it all over again earlier today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it must not be Spotify must not feel like there's any benefit to them or something because that's not what most people know. Or you know, I don't know why they would they wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I think most people don't really pay that much attention to it. You pay attention to artists, you search for like, you know, Drake or you search for like, you know, Bad Bunny or whoever you're searching for and you're not searching for like Diny as much, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, like there's some producers like you know like Diny for example or like Pharrell or like Timbaland you know who have like had such a huge impact that like they're a little bit more of household names but most of the time like you know people don't really pay that much attention which is wild you remember that producer battle from early quarantine time ah uh, yes with Looney Tunes and that Diny. was really good that was you know it's so interesting there's certain things that only happened because of like the moment we were in and that was definitely one of them mm-hmm. you know um yeah and it's just like a very specific moment cultural moment you know for um, sure well we should we should have a producer on here sometime i think it'd be really interesting to talk to we, we should we should yeah. for sure i think that would be really i cool. would love that yeah. I've got a couple. I've got a couple of like Dominican producers that I love and have noticed that I show them a ton of, of love. So we're connected. So maybe mm-hmm. I'll, maybe we'll have we'll have um, a couple of folks on sometime soon. Because yeah, they're definitely underrated for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But if y'all want to listen to the producer battle episode recap that we that we did, we definitely well, we can link it in the show notes. We mm-hmm. definitely did a Looney Tunes versus Tiny mm-hmm. uh, you geeked battle. Out hard on that I one. I geeked out. Yeah, I geeked out. It was so fun. But yeah, it was fun. God, I feel like I can remember that time and like what it felt like, what things smelled like. Like I have a really strong visceral memory of that like couple of months of like early coronavirus i mean it's also because like i i left my home and like basically moved in with my partner and left you know went to a new state but it just feels like there's all this visceral memory of that time yeah and, like, the smell of hand sanitizer you know just like all the things that it was just such For a sure wild and stressful yeah. time yeah i have a very visceral like sonic memory of that mm-hmm. time because mm-hmm. i mean there's also like there's so much smelling of bleach right because it was mm-hmm. like at that time we didn't know that like it wasn't really spread via contact very yeah. much like yeah. only the air so there was yeah. a lot of like bleaching of surfaces and i would like mm-hmm. every single day that i like left my any time that i left my house and sometimes mm-hmm. when i didn't would like go over like every <laughs> single surface that you yeah. touch all the time light switches doors doorknobs right. you know you're like, living alone all these yeah. things yeah. Um, but also in New York City, because we were hit so hard at the beginning and also because we're such a dense city, it was literally sirens all of the time, like right. 24 hours a day, every God. single day, sirens all of the time. That's so traumatizing. And, um, <laughs> so traumatizing. And then when the uprising started happening, then helicopters were added to mm-hmm. that mix because it was not just ambulances, but it was police sirens and then helicopters. It was like a fucking war zone, actually. And it was, I have like, you know, like, whoo, like very strong trigger reactions to mm-hmm. 
helicopters now in a way that mm-hmm. I didn't ever before. But mm-hmm. so yeah. intense, so visceral. Whew. Yep, yep. There's still so much more to process because it's not over, you know, even though it's like certain mm-hmm. things are changing for groups of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's really heartbreaking to see this happen like in India right now, you know, mm-hmm. like that level mm-hmm. of like crisis that mm-hmm. happened at the beginning of of the pandemic in the United States and in New York like happening you know s- this late in the game in India just because of like negligence yeah negligence. you know government negligence because basically just the first wave of the virus hit mostly really poor people so they didn't give a fuck it's really devastating yeah. shout out to all of our folks all of our South Asian listeners mm-hmm. and listeners who have Mm-hmm. you know connections to south asia it's really really rough out there and we're sending you love yeah Oof. we keep trying to keep it light and then it just goes heavy again <laughs> we just can't i know i feel like i keep reality. doing it it's okay i keep it's okay. doing it it's okay no i no, it's not all you it's not all you okay so i'm gonna bring my last song for this episode this one another one that elena gets credit for this is enfasis and the song is parriba pabajo lento ¿Te acuerdas cuando antes le dábamos con él? Pa' arriba, pa' abajo, lento, lento, pa' arriba, pa' abajo, lento, lento, pa' arriba, pa' abajo, lento, lento. Hacho mami esos movimientos pa' arriba, pa' abajo, lento, lento, pa' arriba, pa' abajo, lento, lento, pa' arriba, pa' abajo, lento, lento. Y si se pone de espalda porque quiere po, toma, dale, toma, dale, toma, toma. Toma, dale, toma, dale, toma, dale. ¿Te gusta esto? Pues entonces dale. Toma, dale, toma, dale, toma, 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 dale, toma, dale, toma, dale. Y si se fue a la madera, busca un clavo y un martillo y clávala, 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 clávala. Va a dejar que se floje, no lo piense, dale duro y clávala, clávala. Clávala, 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 clávala. Yo sé que te gusta, entonces vamos a darle con el para arriba, para abajo, lento, lento, para arriba, para abajo, lento, lento. I really liked arriba, this. Yeah, it's good, right? It's, it's good. Did you know good. this artist? I'd never heard of them. I had heard of this artist, although okay. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know that I'd heard this song necessarily. Like, I, I'm also not super familiar with the artist, but I know the name, and like, I'm sure that I've heard something here or there, but. Uh, but I really like this. This yeah. motivates me to know more. It's good, right? Yeah, I mean, to me, yeah. this the song is like, feels like play along at home, kids. You know, or not kids. <laughs> play along at home, consenting adults. Like, it's just like <laughs> the, the literal, like, directions of, like, how to do this, you know? <laughs> kind of what I felt while listening to this song. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. There's, I don't have super a lot to say about it, except that I think it's good and, and clearly has, like, time to get down and dirty vibes you know yeah yeah for sure i i really like this this is this is a vibe and he's also a dominican artist um but yeah i mean you know the song says clavala so it felt appropriate for this episode i yeah clavala is great i love like the clavo type Mm -hmm. of metaphors in spanish you Mm -hmm. know like un clavo saca otro clavo was you know who said that to me favorites (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> who 
said that to you? My father said that to me after a breakup, my last breakup. I was like, happened to be visiting and was like pretty devastated. And that was what he said to me. I was like, wow. Yeah, that's what my mom says to me in the context of breakups too. Un clavo saco otro clavo. And I don't think they mean it sexually. But oh, like... he meant it sexually. 100%. <laughs> He's kind of dirty like that. No, my mom definitely does not mean go fuck somebody else, but she definitely means like go romance somebody else or something, you know? But you really don't still. think she's, I mean, I, I didn't think that saying had a meaning without the sexual part of it. Is a clavad not like a sexual term and everywhere? No, it is. It is. But it's just like you to like replace a person, you know, like, I don't think, you know, like when my mom <laughs> is saying to me, she definitely does not mean that I should fuck somebody because I know that's just that not what she true. would say to you. Yeah, that's just okay. not what she would say to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also just so she far just means from like my... replace it with a different, you know, interest, you right. know, pretendiente. Yeah. Well. Either way, it's so far from like my style. It's kind of laughable. Like it's just that's never been my approach. It's just not. It's not how it works for me. <laughs> I'm more like spend a lot of time alone and like getting really comfortable like on my own. And then you know, like I'm not like jump from one to another. It's pretty. I mean, it's not like I've never done it, but it's not actually really my my style. So. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like in terms of relationships, jumping to. I feel like in the sexual realm, like. You know, like that may or may not be a coping mechanism that might work for folks, but like definitely jumping to another relationship is usually not fair to most of the people involved. But, you know, it could work. Maybe. No judgment. It's just not. It's not. No judgment. Not my thing. No judgment. All right. What's your last song for this episode? All right, I decided to do a classic for my last, and I had a couple of different classics, and I kind of struggled which one I would bring here and which one I would bring to the member segment, but I decided that this one was one that I needed to bring to really round out the vaccinated ho vibe. This is Dile a tu amiga, and it's Pañejo y Dalmata. Yo contigo solo quiero mencionar, no lo coja personal, no lo coja personal, que te vaya a enamorar, no lo coja personal, que esto no es tan serio, que esto mañana por la mañana murió, que esto es una aventura, nada más, locura, mamá, y ya que anda con tu amiga, vámonos y papi ya, pero antes, ey, so much that like we planned this episode and then we took our break so i came back to the notes and i was like wait this is my pick right and i was really confused because like the notes 
were clearly not my notes at all. But I was like, wait, it took me a full minute to be like, oh, no, Veto picked this. Because I love this song. This is so good. It's so good. I'm so glad that you love it. I mean, just like what's not to love about this classic, right? And in terms of like the vibe that we're talking about right now, like, no lo coja personal. Like, no te vayas a enamorar una aventura nada más, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like, this is sort of my mood in that sense. Like, I don't know. Sometimes like in, especially as like more people my age have been, vaccinated and um people are considering what it might be like to like re-enter social spaces right and everybody like even if you're vaccinated like has had like you know different boundaries around what feels comfortable in terms of safety and not safety but like as people have been considering it i've sometimes felt like the odd one out in these like united states post-vax times because everybody seems so anxious about socializing Mm. and like coming together again which i think is super fair and i totally understand that but like for me it's just i definitely have anxiety but that's not how it manifests you know like maybe Mm -hmm. it's because i live alone but i'm just like I will literally make out with each and every one of you. Like, <laughs> I, I swear to God. You are ready. Like, Dile a tu amiga que también quiero con ella. A mí no me importa irme de party con la dos si es necesario. Vamos a darnos un beso triple en la boca. Let's motherfucking go. Like, I'm just, like, ready. Wow. Wow. Real. Yeah. Real. Yeah, I mean, my anxiety manifests itself, I guess, in another way, because it's not this one. I'm fucking, like, ready to be on these motherfucking streets. Let's exchange (laughs) fluids. (laughs) Should that be what this episode was called? Let's exchange fluids. (laughs) Alternate title. It's a little bit too much for most people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Trigger warning. I think so. I think so. But it's real. That's that's the vibe, you know? That's the mood. Yeah. Yeah. The mood. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. It's really funny how we all like react to <laughs> you know, all these things. Some people mm-hmm. are like, I will literally never shake anybody's hand again and I'm just like, I'm ready for strangers to spit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Veto. I didn't know you were into that. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever ready for anyone to spit into my mouth, but I understand where you're trying to go with that. (laughs) Clearly you've been in the house for too long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Living alone is such a beautiful blessing in New York City, but it's really been a wild ride during these times. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really glad you got your vaccine. (laughs) Thank you. I'm very excited to see you sometime this summer, and we're not gonna make out, even though I love you. Yeah, no, <laughs> we we're not. But we'll have a we'll really good out. hug. We'll hug it out. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have a really good hug. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, babies, we're back. Thank you for listening. You know, barring any other major griefs or crises or whatnot, we should be back for the next. You know bit bringing you episodes every week so check back in your feed on fridays yeah again your comments of support and understanding were really just so touching to me and it just means a lot to hear y'all like be like don't worry take the time you need you know like i find that like i'm often like holding 
myself to like the standard of like no we said we'd do every week we're gonna do every week and it's just like you know sometimes it's just like uh like it's all this pressure that we you know you showed us that we clearly don't need to to have especially in moments of like really big grief and crisis so um thank you for that it's a lesson for me for sure totally um, as always, all the info about the songs we brought are in our show notes at RileyManea.com. And make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter for extra content. Yeah, and we have a newsletter that we send out the weeks that we have episodes to. So make sure to sign up for that as well. We include little other bits and bobs that aren't really anywhere else in there. Adios, babies. Hasta la próxima. All right. Thank you. Bye.